The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 65, recorded September 22nd, 2020. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of this team of misfits. The other half is... Michael Diaz, the better looking half. Sure. <laughs> All right, that that's probably not true. But I'm the taller half. I don't know. I wear a mask now. I feel much better rocking around the world. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can mouth so many awful things to people now when I'm in public and they never know. Well, I'm just much more confident without my face. It's great. <laughs> Nice. I do have a really special feeling walking into a bank, though. It's kind of fun. So, quick aside, uh, Shane and I went and hit a couple small shops that didn't have a lot of people in them this weekend. And I felt weird because I, I, I had a, a black hooded jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> I had my black, all black Detroit Tigers baseball cap with a blacked out D. And I was wearing black gloves with my mask. I'm like, I'm going to get shot. <laughs> well, it depends. Where you like? Where were you? What city? Well, we were in Holland. Oh, no. Well, maybe. I don't know. They'll throw a wooden shoe at you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a... Uh, it's been a, a, a much more newsworthy week than I thought. You know, a lot of stuff happened this week and some stuff I found out today, which I put in, in our main topic because we really haven't talked Star Wars that much lately. Um, so I don't want this to be another, well, it's not about what I want, but we don't want to make this every episode about the boys and raised, and, and raised by wolves because, you know, we're not really that podcast. We're going to, we're going to definitely talk about it. That's part of our news. We both watched it. I, I did not, uh, I didn't know there was an episode seven, so I got to six, and I it didn't it didn't kick over to the next one. I was thought I was gonna be prepared, but I am not prepared to talk to the latest episode on episode seven. But Michael, you can still talk about it because I have no fear of um, being spoiled. What? Spoiled because I, you know, uh, uh, let me just say my thing first about Raised by Wolves. Yeah, jump right in. I, I, yeah, it's just. Um, I think it's got great art direction. I think it's really beautiful looking, but I'm I, I'm starting to say fuck this. I'm I'm tired of like, give me something. <laughs> like I don't I like. I guess there's only one character I really care about, and it's the son of the people that I don't even know the names. That's that's Peter. another problem. Kids name. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So like that's a problem, right? If I'm not remembering the names, that means I don't give a shit about anybody. Um, so I'm having a I'm having a hard time. Trying to, I'm going to stick with the full season. Obviously, and there's uh, hopefully it kicks around. Um, I thought it was really going to start taking off after episode three, but then it, I feel like it stalled. And you know, it, maybe episode um, five was a good one. I like the infected memory, where she goes and and kind of discovers the the data bank at that ship thing or whatever it is that she lays down in to get into the. Um, What's well, our nature? Repressed memories, basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
that was interesting. And it, I'll even go so far as to say episode six was a lot of fun. Well, it was very violent. There's a lot of action in episode yeah, six. There was. Not so much in episode seven, which I know you haven't seen yet. That's okay. I really won't spoil it for you, but just to say I'm kind of on the same page, not to your level where I'm like, man, eh, you know, fuck it, whatever. But there's a lot of weird shit going on, and you're right. It it looks great. Um, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time yet, but as we were watching episode seven tonight, mm-hmm. uh, Sherry turns to me and said, okay, this is still really weird, and I just hope it doesn't turn into another Lost. And that's kind of where I am. Like, but it, but it wasn't in Lost, and you like care about the people in there. I did. I did care about the people. I care about the people here, and I who uh, Campion and Peter, and then um, nah, I about had it with Campion. About ready to slap the shit out of him. Uh, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> he's not kind of. <laughs> All right, he's, he's a dick. But then again. I mean, I, I give him some leeway because he's a kid that was really raised without a society. Yeah, I know. He's got two android parents, if you will. Um, and yeah, though I... Some people don't have any parents, man. Which ties in actually to the prophecy in this show, which... I know. I don't know. You know, it was... It's interesting. I mean, we hear about the world being destroyed between a conflict between, you know, the... Um, the believers in Saul and then the atheists. And it was interesting to me. And, but now we're getting to this point where they're starting to talk about a prophecy more and more. And, you know, the main character is hearing voices and having visions and hallucinations, Mm -hmm. but so is Campion. And we keep seeing this little dead girl and right. Sorry for spoilers. If you haven't watched the show at this point, but the dead girl has been showing up now for like three or four episodes. So, not right. spoiling anything there. And drawing um, things. and Yeah, so I'm hoping for a good payoff, and I'm not, I'm concerned we're not going to get it this season. I could be wrong, but five days ago it was announced that, yes, it's been already uh, greenlit for season two. Right. So the story's not going to be over. Now, who's, I mean, who's to say, I don't know anything about it. I don't know if the story is going to continue into the next season or if this is going to be self-contained and then we'll get another story next season. Kind right. of like they do in other shows, you know, sci-fi shows. All I know is that there, there, there has to be some kind of substantial payoff at some point. Otherwise, I'm going to be upset that I spent this much time. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm not saying it's the same, obviously, because I'm just going to compare it to Game of Thrones because they're both HBO properties, right? Right. When I watched the first season of Game of Thrones, by I got to learn almost every character and remember their names. And I mean, by halfway through the season, and I was like, "Oh!" And I really got into it. Right. You know, whether whether you liked the show or not, that's a different conversation. What I'm trying to have here is like, I am not gravitating towards any of these characters. I don't care. Like, uh, you've heard me say it a lot in this podcast. If I, if I don't start to care about them, you're wasting my time. Like, what 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 do you want me to get out of this? Not everything needs to be some heady thing you know i know it's a fight for humanity and what is humanity and you know can an android be human yeah okay we've had that fucking theme since forever you know since maybe 2001 space odyssey i don't know that might have been the original ai you know kind of thing but they're not getting us into new ground what's that even before then didn't uh what it was right world 
Well, not, not even that. I'm talking the uh, Bicentennial Man. Well, when was Westworld written and came out like 70s, right? It came in the 70s, but I think didn't Ray Bradbury write the Bicentennial Man in the 60s or 70s? Sure. I don't know. You're the probably point, right. The point is you're right. Uh, yeah, it's just, the idea of automatons and what is sentient and what is, it, it's at least 50, 60, if not 100 years old at this point. Right. I mean, 3PO has more humanity than these fuckers. <laughs> right. Am uh, I right? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's different, but yes, I, I see. I see your point. So, maybe father. He's kind of a. He's more human than human, as they say. Anyways, I I hope that it does pay off, and you know, I mean, I like I said, I think it's beautifully shot. It's beautiful. It's 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 beautifully crafted. Um, but but you know, they're not giving me anything. I don't. I, I need something quick. <laughs> well, you're not, I know you haven't seen episode seven yet, but after the action fest that was episode six, seven slows things back down a bit. So I don't think you're going to get it there. Okay, well, there's ten for the season, right? Oh, there are there. Yeah. Good. So I wonder how they're going to do that. Unless the tenth episode's like extra long because they've been dropping two at a time. Yeah. Well, there's eight, nine, and ten coming. So maybe maybe they'll just do one at a time to get people to sign up to HBO. Like I said, right. I'm enjoying right. it, but I'm. There better be a payoff. I, I guess that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't. I don't hate it, but I don't know if I'm enjoying it anymore. That's all. Gotcha. I didn't. I, I have enjoyed it up to this point, but I'm like, okay, now do something. On the other hand, boys, man, that is just kicking into some great gears, in my opinion. Have you caught up to that? Oh, I'm 100 percent caught up, and uh, okay. my reaction is just pretty much the opposite. Really, I don't. Know I love the last episode. I liked it, but I don't know if I've become. I don't know, like obviously that first season is completely violent, um, and we're seeing more of that in this season. But I don't know, something's just not. I mean, the third episode was interesting to me. We get to find out about Stormwatch or not Stormfront. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm find out that she's actually been around for quite a long time. Okay, and yes, her name obviously is an allusion to the fact that she is a huge racist. And we saw more yeah. of that in episode four. I mean, when she was sitting across from A-Train basically calling him garbage. Right. She's terribly racist. So it's interesting, but I don't know, maybe after four episodes I'm sick. I don't want to say sick, but Homelander's Homelander, and, and I'm kind of He's starting to be played with like this nefarious curling of the mustache type villain, and I, I you know, give me something else. Yeah, I, um, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to catch my. Uh, so you you watched season? You watched episode five, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say four? I mean, five. You said yeah. four. Okay, good. my bad. Yeah, I'm caught up. I'm yeah, I'm all okay. caught up. Well, I didn't want to do anything. No, you're good. Well, I, I I thought the last episode was really really good. I mean, one of the best so far because um, watching the breaking of of Homelander was cool. Like he broke, right? Now he's broken. And now he's subservient to Stormfront because she's helping him, right? She's going to recruit him for her. Oh, yeah. She's, she's in control now. Yeah, of her Nazism. But when he went to – when I almost wish they didn't do it as a um, – 
a dream or a thought. But when he was mowing people down with his eyes from the the press conference, I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. I thought oh, yeah. that was real. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, they really pushed it, right? Now what are oh, they yeah. going to do? But it was, but they didn't. Um, obviously, it was a just a thought in his head. Um, obviously, one of power. Uh, but also, like that whole with Black Noir waiting and they're in the house and then whole, how that all played out. And, you know, it kind of, it was kind of bringing butcher back, right? That was what it was. It was to bring him back. I think part of the reason that the show is that he hasn't been him. I agree with that. And, and maybe that's why you're not, you know, where's that, where's that guy that's, you know, now he's kind of back, so to speak. Um, well, but what I is think- that guy? Is he like a Wolverine? Like he heals or does he not heal? I think he's, like, sh- he's just super. He's just super mysterious. He's like this Batman Wolverine character, you know. He's he's or like you know. Ross, I thought in this episode, I thought he's kind of like uh, Snake Eyes from GI Joe, but he heals. Yeah, a little bit of Black Panther too. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's just. I mean, the guy's name is Black Noir, which translates right. to Black Black. He's just right. he he's such an over the top, edgy dark superhero right right i I mean i see what you're saying and i agree with you and on on many aspects and to add to that um when stormfront showed him how she had her people go through and uh basically do some propaganda on some of the images and stuff and basically it's stuff you see our current administration doing or people memes and stuff people share on Facebook and on social media mm-hmm. to make people question. I'm like, okay, that's very timely and you timely see, and, and should scare the shit out of everyone. Cause that shit's more real than anything. Yes. It was, it, that was, that was good. And it was particularly scary. And I liked that. So I appreciated that aspect of it, but I think, I think what my issue is more is the first season, there were hints of how, evil potentially Homelander was and that, you know, what we didn't, we didn't know everything and they peel things back episode by episode, layer by layer. Right. Where he, you, you saw a bit more of how nefarious he was and that it kind of climaxed with, you know, him letting, the, you know, they kill the terrorists on the plane and the, they let the plane go down. Right. Which was the, towards the end, right? Right. And then he uses that instead as propaganda to get the initiative to let them work with the military. Right. And so, you know, there was the slow reveal as actually he's, I mean, you knew kind of right away he wasn't exactly Superman. No. But, you know, every episode for a season, you got a little bit more as to see how fucked up he was. Well, season two starts, we already know he's super fucked up. So, right. We're seeing more examples of him being fucked up, but it's more. I don't want to say it's more of the same, but it's like, all right, we get it. He's fucked up. He's he's a nationalist, maybe not a white nationalist, maybe, but nationally to the level that Stormfront is. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know where they're going to go with him as a character because of that. Well, we'll see. That's the journey. Well, yeah, but that's the, at this point, his development has, has slowed, if not stopped. And maybe that's my issue. Yeah. Well, what about their little... Uh Stormfront and Home Homelanders um, end sequence, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Point. I mean, yeah. She's 
she knows what she's doing and she knows how to control them. And part of it's via sex. I mean, we saw that in the first season. Right. Well, she's, she's definitely going to be somebody to obviously reckon with because nothing seems to hurt her and she doesn't age. She changes, you know, she reinvents herself. Right. Well, she um, had to. Right. But I mean, but nobody knows. That's what I mean. So, you know, my, um, I'm going to make a claim right here right now. Did I say that? Maybe I said this already, but I don't think she's going to survive the season. Maybe I said that before, but. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you did or not. I'm saying it. Well, if I didn't say it before, I'm saying it now. I think she dies before the end of the season. Or, mm, okay. That's my, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying right now. All right. Okay. Well, you know, Ming the Merciless never died. <laughs> True. All right. That's uh, kind of a catch up with those two shows. We want to move things further on because, you know, we, it's not just about those two shows that are happening in the geek verse, I suppose. But uh, a few other bits of news have come out. Uh, uh, it seems that the Dark Crystal has been canceled. I, you know, real quick on my thoughts, I, I kind of thought it would be. That's an expensive show, and I don't think they got what they wanted out of it. And, and I watched it, and it was pretty good. Uh, I mean, I liked it, but. I, I can see why that was canceled. Yeah, but here's the thing. I have to admit, I was really excited when I saw the trailers and couldn't wait to watch it, and then I forgot about it, and I never actually watched it. That's your so fault. So I'm part of the reason, maybe? Yeah. Um, that said, you just said it's, it's, it's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty good enough. Well, it's good because I already pay for Netflix. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like I'm not going to pay extra. Right. You know. But were you aching for a second season? You're like, oh man, I can't wait to see what happens next. Or was it more like... No, I didn't uh, even ache for this this season. Yeah, but after you watched it... You know, I'm no. assuming, yeah, so that's the thing. After you... Like, again, yeah. even though I have my issues with season two, when season one of Boys ended, I was like, fuck, what happens next? I want to know now. Right. right. That's a pretty good sign of a show. Right. Assuming you didn't feel that way for Dark Crystal. No, I didn't. But it was, you know, Mark Hamill's voice in it and a bunch of other people that have voices. It was a good show. It was fun to watch. It was just a little, you know, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's over. Go enjoy it. Watch the making of it, too. It's pretty good. It's on Netflix. It's it's worth the watch. It's worth what you already paid for Netflix. So, or save it for, like, this winter when we nobody can do shit and we can't go outside. We can't go outside and hang, and hang out. The second wave has come and we're all locked in again. Yeah, do it then. Um, well, another another series that had a uh, uh, a first season that is probably your fault why it didn't get picked up again, is, and it won some Emmys, was Watchmen. But have they come out and definitively said they're not going to do a second season? Well, they said it was a one and done. They don't have any other, uh, at least the director and the writers did. So if they do, it'll be a whole different team. Oh, I didn't realize it was going to be a one and done. Yeah. I mean, they said that at the beginning. It wasn't. Uh, it was a limited series. Oh, uh, I think. I think HBO is desperately trying to <laughs> to get them to do it. Um, oh, yeah, that's but a this lot is, of buzz. This is well. This is the story they wanted to tell, and it's it's an important story. It's it's so good. I, I really can't believe you haven't watched it yet. After all, we've talked about we've talked about it millions of times. Read the comic. I I, I think you would really like it. I think it says it's it's, it's, a, it's very much a statement television show, and um, it surprises me that you haven't watched it. Well, I didn't have HBO for the longest time, nor did I have access to the episodes. Now I do, and I just 
you know, there are only so, only so many hours in the day. Like tonight, I took almost two hours to catch up on Raised by Wolves, and that was after yeah, work. And you know, I've, I would tell, I would tell you do the other one first. <laughs> Get caught up on Watchmen before the fin ends of Raised by Wolves. Worry worth your time. Well, I've time, and I probably, I, I definitely will watch Watchmen. But now that I know that there's no second season coming. That's one of those things like, oh, I'll get to it when I want to. Yeah. Which, again, I love Regina King. And so kudos to her. I think you posted it on her social media. Yeah. She got the uh, Emmy for that. And kudos to her because I, I think I've mentioned this several times. Anytime Watchmen gets brought up, she was on a show called Southland. that started on NBC and then moved to TNT, I think. It was a cop procedural. She played a detective. Have you ever seen this show, Joe? I have not. Do you like cop shows? If you don't, that's fine. I do. It depends on the show. I, mean, I used to love, here's some Here's some age for you kids, Hill Street Blues. I used to oh, love Hill Street Blues. You are old. I know. And I, I used to watch that. <laughs> and I loved, and what, well, I should say I watched the reruns because it was oh, okay. on the bar, at the barbershop all the time. And okay. then, uh, then, then I watched NYPD Blue live. I liked that show too. Okay. Same, well, same, same creators. Okay, so I was a big fan of The Shield when it was on. I liked that. It was good for a while. Yeah, I, I loved it. Yes, it got a little bit lost in this last couple seasons. Many shows yeah. do. Right. Um, but Southland was in that same vein. Gotcha. Very gritty, very real. She was on it, and it, when she was on it, it was my favorite show. Gotcha. She was fantastic. So, and then, you know, I, did, I did watch Chips. When I was a kid, I don't know if you watch. <laughs> Not quite the same caliber. Nope, but it's got Chris Pine's dad in it. Oh my god! I didn't. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so kudos to uh, Regina, and I'm sorry I don't remember the actor's name. Uh, the guy that played uh, Doctor Manhattan, who also plays yeah, I, I forgot. Yeah, he yeah yeah exactly. He won too. He had, what he had probably one of the best speeches I've ever heard on the Emmys. I, I admit. So I'm just dedicating to his mom and women. It was just I mean it was just it was very very good speech. I I have to admit I usually watch it's you know it was funny when you were posting on the Emmys on our social media. Yeah, I thought it was funny because I was watching football and I usually don't watch Sunday night football. It was two teams that I don't even watch. I, I, I can't well, remember who it was, I, but Seattle and um, uh, Patriots. Oh, Russ, yes, thank you. That's who I was watching, and I'm not usually a Sunday night football fan. Um, that was a good game, though. It was a good game, but I'm usually that award show. Like, even if I haven't really been paying attention, I usually watch the Emmys, the Oscars, right. the Grammys. Right. right. I watch all that stuff, so I knew it was on, but I'm like. It's all virtual. I don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I listen. We have one television, and uh, I usually just in in you know football doesn't can't stay on all day. Put it gotcha. that way. And and I actually I do like watching more because I like entertainment. I mean, football's nice. I mean, my team never wins anyway, so my my you know my year is usually done right about now, and it is. <laughs> um, if you had changed to Kansas City, like you said you were going to a couple of years ago. I called Peter, it, didn't I? You did. Mahomes is fantastic. This is it was before. It was pre Mahomes though. When I, I, when I um, this is not a sports podcast, so we'll get rid of sports ball. At the end of the day, I watched the Emmys. I wanted to see who won, and 
and it did. And it was, it was okay. I, I, you know, what are they going to do? Everybody's home. There were some funny bits that were for people at home and there was some, you know, there's a great David Letterman bit on there. Um, anyways, for those that haven't seen Watchmen, I urge you all to watch it. It is such timely commentary of uh, race relations and why, you know, why black lives matter. It's not a black lives matter um, thing. It, it is, but it, you know, they don't get into that kind of, they don't say those words in the show is what I'm saying, but um, it's just an important show. It's a fantastic show. Uh, it, Michael, I'm telling you right now, don't waste another hour on raised by wolves until you watch this show. Well, I'm caught up in raised by wolves, but well, there you go. I mean, I, even next week, like who cares? We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Idea, and we can talk about this later, but I know you've already watched it, but we could kind of, I could watch it in chunks and we could go over it kind of like we did with um, Clone Wars, just because now that yeah. it's got the Emmys, I'm assuming there's going to be renewed interest. We can jump into that and do it, you know, a couple bits on it. Yeah. Cool. All right. What, yeah. what, what other news is there? What, what do you want to bring up? Uh, what else were we watch? We mentioned what? Oh, duh. Are we ready to talk about the big MCU thing or are we not talking about that yet? Yeah. You can go to, to Wanda. Yeah. So yeah, you, you surprise. WandaVision trailer came out this week. Did you watch it, Joe? I did. It was on uh, the Emmys as well. Oh, okay, good. Then you saw it. Okay. I, I didn't realize, I mean, it was a complete surprise to me. I didn't know there was, I mean, everyone thought, because that's the that was the plan that the first mm-hmm. MCO TV show was going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah. And we knew production got halted because of COVID, but they've restarted and it got pushed back, and they kept mentioning it got pushed back. Now we're finding out it's not coming out till twenty twenty one. So surprise, right? WandaVision's coming out soon. They're not saying when, right? But I I have to believe. With the Mandalorian coming out in October, we're probably going to see Wandavision November, December. Yeah, I would think Thanksgiving might be a good time. Yeah, it seems like an interesting show for Thanksgiving. It looks like an old like. Listen, this thing looks weird, right? And this is going to lead into the um, Doctor Strange multiverse kind of thing, from what I understand. Um, I have no idea what the show's about. Yeah, me either. I mean, the video. I mean, (laughs) sorry, the trailer. Well, I have an idea as to what it's about. I have Do you? To believe, I, I don't. Well, okay. The reason I have a belief. So, if you had followed comics the last 20 years. Okay. Um, in the comics, Vision and Scarlet Witch were married for a long time. Okay. They even had kids. Well, come to find out that she has these hex powers. There are these reality-altering powers. That's mm-hmm. her mutant power. Well, she's not a mutant in the MCU, but, you know, that's her power, right? Come to find out, she didn't realize she did it, but she had used her hex powers to alter reality to create the children. Oh, okay. So, um, I was going to say, was he, is, is Vision an android in the comics as well? He is. He is okay. an android, um, but with emotions, and obviously they fell in love, and physically they could not have children because he's a robot, but yet they did. And they never really questioned it, and then they came back and said, well, it's because her reality-altering powers. Well, there's a whole um, event they did 15, 20 years ago now called House of M, where 
there's a conflict between the X-Men and the Avengers and blah, blah, blah. And she loses her shit and says, no more mutants. And boom, wipes almost every single mutant except like 198 of them from reality. Wow. And it creates this whole other timeline where Magneto is running the world and blah, blah, blah. The, the point of that is that when she has, basically when she's struggling with her mental health, because of her powers, she can actually shift and alter reality. Okay. So I'm thinking the show is going to be that. She's dealing with the grief of losing Vision, who obviously she right. was on the run with. Right. So it looks trippy as fuck, but I think some of it might be real because of her reality altering powers. Or at least going through something and maybe she, you know, and maybe Doctor Strange will bring her back to reality at the end of it or something and lead to the film or right, something. Because we know it, you know, we know it's going to lead into in some way, shape or form, you know, the multiverse of madness, right? Right. So she might be hopping through different realities or even creating realities. I don't know. I'm not writing the series, but you know, we see hints of like, it seems like I love Lucy with her and vision acting like a happy married couple, couple in the fifties. But then there are also hints to some kind of like, felt almost like an 80s sitcom where she was wearing her actual scarlet, um, I know, and he costume. had his old costume as well. Yeah, it's his, you know, red and green yeah. and gold costume. Yeah, with hyper so, color, like it was like hyper technicolor. Yeah, yeah. So I'm digging the references, but you know, if if I'm being honest, I was hyped for the action adventure that was going to be Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. I was going to watch this show, but I knew it was going to be a different horse and gonna and going to be kind of messed up and different. Right. So the fact that this is coming first, interesting. I don't know. What, what, what do you think? I've been bad. No, no. I, I think it's like I said, I, I'm happy to watch anything uh, from Marvel right now. This could be, right. this could be a failure. I think if they're taking a chance, I think it's good that they're taking a chance. Um, Cause we don't want the same thing all the time. So I'm really looking forward to something different. You know, it could be, and it could be Marvel's lower decks. I don't know. Could be bad. <laughs> See, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be an episode unless Joe had to diss on lower decks. No, I mean it could be something that you know. Well, lower decks is a far. It's a right turn for Star Trek, right? That's that's a right turn. But it's intentional. It's intentional. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is too right, and it could work. It could not work. I think this is you know. It's it, that's what I mean by. It. That's what I mean by when I say lower decks. I think it's 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 something different. It's something unexpected. I think I don't think you can expect lower decks from Star Trek. I don't think anybody could expect that. Oh, I agree. Something that that's what I mean. So hopefully it's good. Could be awful. Hopefully it's not. I don't think it will be. Um, but then again, who knows? I think it's a good opportunity to stream. I think this highlights the beauty of streaming. Right? Let's just try some shit. Like shit you can't do on television. Shit you can't do at the movie theater because shit costs too much money to make now. And you know, this is the best place to do it. If it doesn't work, you don't do a season two, and it just leads into the multiverse, and you're good. Right, it's pretty risk risk free for Marvel because right, if it doesn't work, oh no, it leads into a movie where they're going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, if the theaters are open, yeah. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> well, I mean, look at it. I watched the first two or three seasons of Agent of Shield, and I, I never really liked it a lot. I liked, you know, um, the main characters, but it just didn't just didn't do it for me. You know, both are with you. I I think I noped out around the same time, if not before you did. I, I kind of got into it again when I had Ghost Rider for a little bit, because I thought that was a cool character. Um, that may have I mean that may have been season five or something. I can't even remember now, but. Anyways, you know, I think it's going to be better than that. Oh, yeah, because they got rid of the whole Marvel TV division. And now even the TV shows are Marvel Studios, so. Right. Good. Yeah, we'll see. Um, So there you go. That's some of the news. There's some Mandalorian news that I'll bring up later. What's your geek this week, Michael? Um, I have to admit, my geek this week has been or was over the weekend. Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War Alpha. I played a lot of video games this weekend. Did you? Yes. And I have to say, I, for me, it was probably the most fun I had playing Call of Duty in maybe 10 years. Oh, cool. But that's just me. And the reason for that might be because I did all right. Like... God, I sound like a freaking 12-year-old, but my kill-to-death ratio is <laughs> somewhere between two and a half and three, which... I don't know if that's good or bad, but... <laughs> All right, so for for those of you, like Joe, who don't know what that means, every time you die, right, versus how many people you kill in the game, if you die right after you kill someone, your kill-to-death is one-to-one. Gotcha. The higher your kill-to-death means... So my kill-to-death meant... I was killing between two and a half and three people for every time I died, which means I'm an asset to my team. I'm doing better than average. So um, I have to admit, so I won't go too far into it, but over the last few years as I've been playing, I've been been playing Call of Duty for 12 years. It's the whole reason I bought an Xbox 360 and then half the reason why I bought a PS4. Um, So why'd you switch consoles? uh, Honestly, um, no, no, lie to me. <laughs> the reason I switched consoles was because um, back when the Xbox One and the uh, PS4 were coming out, mm-hmm. I I didn't know which direction to go because you know they were both coming out and there was debate as to which one was going to be the better one. And I waited too long, and I didn't get a pre-order in before for either one. Gotcha. And then uh, just happened a, a friend of my brother's, unfortunately for him, was going through a divorce. And had already cashed in a bunch of uh, GameStop credit towards buying it. And he wanted, he could cancel his order, but he'd only get the credit back. And he needed cash because he was going through a divorce. So I, I, I basically stumbled into one and bought the PS4 from him day one for MSRP. Because he wanted the cash instead of the credit. Well, there you go. Take so advantage of your friend. Nice. What's that? Take advantage of your friend. That's that's really nice of you. He got what he wanted. He wanted the cash. <laughs> but like I said, in the last few years, I I've been doing terrible. I I get my I get in, and some ten year old destroys me every time, and it's horrible. I started thinking, man, I'm too old to start. I'm too old. You know, the twitch reflex is what you need to play the game, and I'm just too old now. But then I played this game, and I was like, I don't know if it's me or if they did something different with this game, but I was actually doing really well and I liked it and I'll shut up about video games now. 
No, that's cool. I mean, eventually I got to get back into I got an Xbox One. I can't wait to have an office in a couple of weeks where I can actually get back into video gaming and not, not take over the one TV that we have. Um, so, yeah, my world will change in the next couple of weeks. I will start using the Xbox One, which I bought uh, about a year ago because it was on sale. I got it for like 150 bucks, whatever. Oh, nice. Um, you played uh, Fallen Order on that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And I got to get back into that because I really liked playing it. I sucked, but I like playing it. Um, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, and there goes my dog again and again and again. Anyways, um, I got to be honest. I don't really have a geek this week. I didn't do anything <laughs> other than catch up on shows. We're, we're just busy getting ready for a move and work's been busy. And um, we just kind of, we just kind of vegged and watch TV this week. So nothing. I didn't even read. I, I'm I need to start reading our book club, which again is Dune. You can start in October for those who are listening. Get into that book club. October um, so, first, I think. I don't know. I'll have to look yeah, at the date. It's, it's yeah, right away, right at the beginning of October. We might wait till that Monday, but it's going to yeah. be right that first weekend of October. We'll start it off. Yep. So yeah, I need to get back into that, but uh, that's it. I, I I don't have any any big uh, geeks this week. Or, oh. Uh, we also finished Upload, which if you're on Amazon Prime, check it out. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. This, uh, we are about halfway done. Well, a little bit. So we're going to get into our main topic this week. And this came across as a rumor that I read about today, and it sparked my interest uh, a lot, uh, clearly, uh, since I'm more of the Star Wars person. Um, there's a rumor that there's going to be what – I'm going to call the, the Filoni-verse in the Star Wars realm. And there's a rumor that they're going to take the Mandalorian, and this season's going to be a little different, introduce a bunch of characters that may or may not have other shows come from it, a la making the Mandalorian like the Iron Man of Star Wars and creating oh. a bunch of shows uh, based off of this season. There's, there's rumors of an Ahsoka live-action show which she's allegedly supposed to be in this one. There's also another spinoff of Boba Fett, which, you know, they have that movie script and they're doing that with the Obi-Wan. That could be interesting or not. Um, there's also a, a rumor of an Ezra Thrawn series, because if you watched anybody who's, well, you'll have to watch Rebels. I won't tell you the end of that, Michael. Um, but uh, yeah, there's uh, there's those and maybe one more that might be connecting them all. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, characters that are allegedly supposed to come in this season from Ezra, Bo-Katan, Rex, uh, people like that, uh, that will have, um, you know. Are you saying what, do you, what do you think of this? Are you saying we might see Ezra this season on Mandalorian? It's a possibility. Yeah, there's there's that's that's some rumors or setting up somebody who may bring Ezra later, like Sabine. You know, there's rumors of Sabine being on the show. You know, at the, I can't. Well, you didn't see the end of Rebels, so I, I, you know, I don't really want to ruin it for you. Well, but there's also, a reason. Well, what about General uh, Sandula? Is that, am I saying her name right? I haven't heard uh, if she's in it or not, but that would be one of my favorites if they did. Well, I bring her up because uh, I don't know, but uh, if you saw, but in the last week or so, they released a cinematic for um, Star Wars uh, Squadrons. Oh, and, no, I didn't see that yet. Oh, she's yeah, in it? Good. Oh, yeah, she's in it. Oh, cool. So that at least lets us know that she survived. I mean, maybe you knew this already. I knew she was in Rebels. Obviously, there was a whole galactic civil war, so 
uh, Squadron takes place after the Galactic Civil War. So we know she actually survived that then because they reference her in, in uh, Rogue One, which is at the beginning, you know, blah, blah, blah. So maybe you knew that already. I know you read a lot of the books as well. I, I did know that she survived. Okay. Uh, See, yeah. for me, having not read a lot of the books, I when I saw her in the cinematic, I was like, awesome. That's cool. Um, the cinematic's pretty badass. It's, you know, both mostly dogfights and whatnot, but, you know, it's Star Wars. It's cool. But to get back on track uh, to what you brought up here, what you're saying makes sense because you have Favreau, who was the director on Iron Man. I think he helped write it as well, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. He, he did a lot of legwork for that film. Right. So Iron Man is the root from which the entire MCU spawned. Why not go back to him with Filoni to do the same thing, small screen, for Star Wars? It makes sense. I think if if this is true, and if Kathleen Kennedy has any hand in this, she will be redeemed. <laughs> I would agree. If they let this happen. I mean, it, you know, I think they're the right people to do that. I think it's a smart move. I think they can bet a lot of money on the streaming, keep the cost down. They've got, you know, a way to make these things with, with um, the technology and the smaller stories, and I think it could do really well. And I think it's a smart way to go. I, now, I do want movies at the theater. I don't want just this. I do want some movies at the theater. But in the meantime... You know, I, I want the epic. You know, I want something big. Uh, you know, so I don't know what I. that'll be. I don't know what that'll be, but I think for right now, this is like brilliant. Like, why not do this? I want the epic as well. Um, but for me, the last the last sequel series was not epic, in my opinion. Um, not going to rehash all that now, but we all know that I enjoyed Mandalorian way more than the last three movies. So for me. This is an excellent, I don't want to say palate cleanser, but this is the Star Wars I want. Mandalorian is the Star Wars I want right now. And if they're spinning off of that, I'm okay with that for a good two, three years, whatever they want, before we get back into another cinematic series. And you know, with COVID, we might need that long. For sure. So I don't know if we need three years, but yeah. Well, yeah. My only thing, the only thing I want to say about what you brought up is... We've had a Mandalorian show. This is obviously its second season coming out. I'm assuming a third. Not certain. Yeah, they already started. They already started pre-production. There's been rumors that three and four has already been greenlit. So, but they start. They did start pre-production for three already. So that's already greenlit. And that's good. But we're already focused on the Mandalorian. Do we need a Boba Fett show? I get that technically he's not a Mandalorian, but you know what I mean. It depends on what it is. Do we need it? No. Um, but how do they write it? What do they do? What do they do? You know, I think, you know, looking back at solo, um, we don't know the time frame of this Boba Fett. It could be, you know, that could be the series after solo and, and they go to, you know, Tatooine and you see the, basically the bounty hunter series where Boba Fett is one of the main characters, but there could be a lot of other ones. You could be Dengar, you could have boss, you could have all those from that era. And just have that show, and I'll fuck yeah, I'll watch that. Oh, yeah, I'd watch that too. Now, you bring up all these rumors, and that you had brought up previously that there was some talk of possibly bringing Solo back as a series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you heard could anything more about that? I would no, I, that, that could be the one more that may be connected. And I think 
you know, it depends on when they do these connections. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I hope, you know, they, they keep pushing for solo. I, I, you know, I, I think it would be better if it was around the bounty hunters and smugglers, you know, where Han may come in and out. It's not necessarily about Han solo, but it's about something, you know, a, a race to get something or whatever, you know, a cannonball run, so to speak of star Wars <laughs> where you have, well, I mean, not funny, but you know what I mean? Like all these characters are going after something would be a, a really fucking cool season. More like an anthology series. Yeah, it, it would be fun. I think that'd be a really cool way to do it. Um, you know, a one, a, a limited series, maybe it's two seasons where they're just chasing something. I don't know. Maybe it's a child. What? Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, um, you know, for people like you and I who are Star Wars geeks, you know, we see the Mandalorian and then we'd see like a Boba Fett. We know what the differences is, what the difference is, what the differences are. You know that Boba Fett is a clone of Jango Fett and that he wears Mandalorian armor, but he's not technically a Mandalorian. We know you and I know that. Well, we, we, we know that he's not a Mandalorian by race, but the Mandalorian show has changed that. Correct. Correct. And maybe they can go down that road and that's fine. But for the, for the person, the, I don't want to say the average Star Wars fan, because the average Star Wars fan is still a geek. But like, I go back to what I said before, you know, when Rogue One came out, a fair number of people in the general public were confused. Like, wait a sec, where's Ray? What's going on here? Yeah, hardcore geeks like us, we know what's going on. We know it's a prequel movie. So I think doing a Boba Fett show would cause confusion to the general population, if you will. That's my Maybe. Opinion. Not if they bring him into this series, this episode, this this season. No, no, no. Well, okay. It's all right. It can be done right. I'm not saying it can't be. I'm just, that's a concern I have. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's one, uh, another concern, um, or maybe it's not, I don't know, depending on technology, there has been a rumor that, um, while filming season two, that Pedro Pascal was a little upset that he couldn't take his helmet off enough and, but he had to be on set more often. And, uh, so there's a rumor that, um, that, that, that maybe he wanted off and walked off the set. Um, so my question would be, do you need him? Or don't you? I mean, he's a voice, right? Could they find someone to do the voice? And do you have? To, I mean, do you have to worry about it? I, I think it's. I don't think this rumor is true, by the way. I think it's probably got mixed up and, you know, talked about. Uh, there may have been a conversation where he wanted to show his face more, and that's just not what the show's about. And maybe he's a little bit bummed. But what I've seen in his social feed and all that after we won the Emmys is a bunch of pictures with him and Favreau and all the good times. So I, I don't think that this really happened. But there is that rumor, right? And let's face it, he was kind of boxed in in that first season where the, you know, they he refused to take his helmet off because then he was no he no longer be a Mandalorian, right? That was a huge piece of the show. So uh, here's my take on it. I mean, do I think it happened? I don't know, but I think if you if you accept this role, you gotta know that no one gives a shit about your face. It's like. Judge Dredd. Remember there was the movie with Stallone where he didn't even wear the helmet very often. It was always fucking Stallone. Right? Right. And the movie shit. But then they rebooted Judge Dredd just as Dredd with Carl Urban who doesn't take his helmet off the entire movie. Because that's how Judge Dredd looks. And it was lower budget, but for my money, 
I really enjoyed that Dread movie. Did you ever see it? I, I did. I don't remember it though, but I did watch it. I remember seeing it. I like. I mean, it's it's not great. It's definitely B grade, but it's a lot of fun B grade. It was super violent, and they do a lot of fun things with that violence. I mean, I bought it on Blu-ray, and I think I have it digitally too. It was like five bucks, but it's it's a fun movie. And Urban Carl Urban doesn't take his helmet off once, as he shouldn't. So, yes, Pablo Pascal, Pascual. Am I saying it right? Pascal. Pe- Pedro. Do I? Too many P words. Pedro Pascal got his name. Oh, that's correct. Sorry. You did. <laughs> Pablo. I don't know where that came from. Um. Anyway, because he played Pablo Escobar, didn't he? Anyway, point. No one gives a shit about his face. I understand he has a face and that he's an actor in his own right. He's going to be in Wonder Woman 1984. Okay? I get that. But he's the Mandalorian. Whoever signs up for that, wear a mask, shut up. Yeah, that's why I think he's that upset. Like, really, it's an easy gig. He can do everything in the studio. He doesn't have to show up. I mean, you know, come on. That's why I don't think he's upset. I think that... Everything. Every time they talk to him, he's loved the show. He's, you know, he's known as a Mandalorian. He's done all the press. We'll see at press conference time. You know, in the next couple of weeks, if he if he's not around a lot, then maybe. But I, I think he's he's going to be just fine. I agree. So hopefully, this season will be great, and I would love to see the spinoff stuff. I really, I really hope they do. I, you know. That's that's the goal. I think it's a smart move. I think that if you're going to do it, these are the two guys to do it. Um, you know, what the hell? And there's there's also rumor that maybe there might be less Mando in the second half of the season. I don't know if it's because of the maybe all the stuff's just being out there. It's just it's just getting people to get link bait most of the time and it's all bullshit. But uh hey, that's why we do these shows. Exactly. I mean, so Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I got nothing. N- nothing. I, I think that's just, you know, hopefully this works out. And I was going to move on to our, our social media because we have a little thing going on there right now. And uh, as you promote our social media, what, what, do you, what do you have out there? So look across our social media, uh, particularly in uh, on Twitter and in our group, or even on Instagram. Got a little poll going out, trying to get a little conversation going. So the question is this. J.J. Um, Abrams. Okay. He started 2009, did Star Trek. Then he did Star Trek Into Darkness. Then a few years later, bada boom, bada bing, he brings back Star Wars. He was supposed to do the one and done, but he did two. So I'm just kind of curious out there. I'm not asking about the franchises, which is better, Star Trek, Star Wars. You know that That's going to be an argument that goes until the end of time. And yes, I know where you stand, Joe. <laughs> but um, that's not the question. The question I'm asking across our social media is Abrams. He did two Star Trek films. He did two Star Wars films. In those two separate groups. Now now you're clarifying. Well, gotcha. you, you misunderstood, I'm, and that may have been my miscommunication. So I'm being extra clear on this. So I'm still not changing my opinion. And that's fine. Of the two, so if you took the two Star Trek films as a whole or as a group, or take the two Star Wars films as a whole, which one do you think he did better on, Star Wars or Star Trek? That's a question. 
That's that's a great question. I think it's a good one. I you know my my answers, which are already posted on social media, so it's not a big deal. I'm going to say it is. I I I took it as what are the best rate the films basically, and my choice was Force Awakens, then Star Trek, and then um, Rise of Skywalker, and then um, Into Darkness, which was Khan. Right? Was it Into Darkness? Yes, yes okay. I was Into Darkness. Yes. Um, and the the reason I I did that, my my reasoning was okay. The Force Awakens, he created new characters that I actually really liked in that film. Take the take the sequels away. When I first saw The Force Awakens, I had a great time watching that movie. And I had a great time coming out of that movie. And I really wanted to see the sequel. Like, I was ready. They set it up. It's good to go. My only problem was that Luke was in it for the last two seconds. So I was really upset at JJ for that. Right. So, but at the end of the day, I really liked Ray. I really liked Finn. And I thought they had really great characters come out and I loved Kylo Ren and it was ready to go. We were ready to go. Um, now I'm not going to get into where the series went. I'm just saying that's why I like that over Star Trek. And the reason which could be argued is harder is that he already had characters that were established in Star Trek that people already loved Kirk, Spock, McCoy, you know what I mean? Like it's a little bit easier. Maybe, maybe not. It was really more about the casting and I thought he got the casting dead dead on i thought he did a great job casting star trek i really liked the star trek movie probably more than trekkies because i didn't care about altered timelines and everything i just wanted to see a fun movie and i thought he brought fun to star trek or maybe a lot of it's a little too heady sometimes um but that's what star trek is and i get it um so i thought he did that pretty well um and then i chose rise of skywalker because i thought there's a lot there that's good there's problems, obviously, um, but they they almost kind of parallel each other into darkness. They brought the baddie back, right? <laughs> One brought Khan, right. the other brought brought the Emperor. Very similar kind of things. Although I did like Into Darkness too, because you know, I like Benedict Cumberbatch. It was a, it was an interesting thing, and you know Spock. And I, so you know my my take is, and, and, and your you know obviously my bias weighs in, but I just thought that's that's how I I, I like both of those. So that's how I rated it. So as a series. Man, it, it's it's tough, but I would say it's fifty one percent Star Wars, forty nine Star Trek. That close for me. <laughs> I'm not going to say just yet. I'm going to wait till our next episode, and the reason for that because yeah, I created no a question. Um, right. I know where you're you going. Are, well, you might. You well, you probably do. No, um, everybody knows Michael. <laughs> that listens to this show. I'm not officially saying until next week. <laughs> All right. Right. But I just kind of want to see what the fan response is. And uh, we're getting answers already. People are uh, either, like you said, there's a poll on Twitter. Uh, you can find us at KyberCast on Twitter. There's a poll well, there. I, I'll say this. You're, you're a little quicker and better at, at uh, social media than I am. And you have more Trek fans. So I think that's really where it's going to go in terms of the, the thing, simply because I think you already have connection to more Trek fans than, you know, you're just better at, at getting all that stuff out there and really pushing lower decks and getting that people all into a, a, a holler over the Star Trek stuff. So no, it's kind of if a you looked at biased. our social media, um, I did post about, so, about lower decks this week. Don't um, do it. Last episode was, uh, it was actually pretty good. I, it was, as I watched it, you know, I, I saw some reviews afterward that kind of said, yeah, this is kind of the episode that, really makes the show gives you know shows its worth and i was like yeah i watched it i enjoyed it i would not say okay joe here's the episode this is it this is what does it this is why you should watch i didn't feel that so 
Um, but probably the episode that'll do that is the one that it gets it canceled on. That'll probably be the episode that I'll. Well, it's already been renewed for a second season. Oh, okay, great. So there's another year. Money into, better get my money into the Paramount streaming then. <laughs> but uh, on social media, there was some interaction on this show, and it was uh, some people like it, and some people really did not like it, and that's fine. Like I said, I'm not going to die on that hill. Um, no, I know. If they canceled it today and said, you know what, we're not going to show the rest of the episodes, I'm like, oh, well, okay, fine. All right. So, anyways, go on our so where can they find us again on our social media so they can weigh in on this? So, um, Twitter, incredible- uh, with yeah. Cybercast on Twitter, we have a poll there. You can go to Facebook and look for us. I think uh, we're the Cybercast. Uh, there's a page and a group. The poll is on the group, the Facebook group. There's a poll, but I've linked to it from our page. So if you can't find it, go there. Right. Or if you look at our Instagram story, which by the time you listen to this might be done, but I'll see if I can't save right. it in the archives. But um, right. it's out there right now. We also have a post on it on Instagram, so you can comment. But I also threw right. a poll up in our story. So there's plenty of places right. for you to give your opinion. And and Michael's answer will be on uh, next week will be, they're all shit, it's J.J. Abrams, fuck off. That'll be Michael's answer. Because he loves J.J. <laughs> Abrams. So. I don't trick question. Him. It was a trick question to all of us. He hates J.J. Abrams. And, yeah, you do. No, I don't. When he does his own stuff, it's fantastic. I I really, really enjoyed, what was that, uh, not Super 8, because that was awful. Um, what was the monster movie? Cloverfield? I like that. Yes, Matt Reeves directed that, but I like that. But he did really good with uh, the Mission Impossible 4, was it? He directed 3 or 4, or something like that. He's good. Yeah. When he's not, well, he can be good. There's no question about that. He can yes. be. I think he is good. I think... Well, we'll save it for another day. I'm not going to get into this right now. If uh, we'll, we'll call it this at the end of the week, we'll call this the end of the show. It's we'll have everybody. Hopefully, hopefully, listeners weigh in um, on this. I think it's a. I think it's a really good topic, Bob. It's a fun one. It's it's a way to get us fighting. You know, in this world of division, what else can we need? You know, we are. It's just find more <laughs> shit to divide everybody up. It's great. It's it's perfect. Um, anyways, if, uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, we thank you very much for listening. If it's, uh, if you've done it before, thanks for coming back. If you really want to help the show out, just tell a friend. It's the best way to do it. You can find us on all the podcast catchers from Apple to iHeartRadio and Stitcher and Podbean and Pocket Cast and all those cool little places, even Spotify. Um, if you can leave us a review on iTunes that helps that helps uh, people get out there and listen um, so that's really uh, all we got to say this week anything else Michael just one more time one more pimp uh, pay attention to our social media because I will be posting more about the book club which again we're reading Dune for probably October November and that's still rolling out yet so you have time get Dune watch watch uh, this space for details cool Thanks again, everybody. That's going to do it for the KyraCast this week. We hope to hear you next week, right? See here, see? I don't know. Either way, come on back. We'll love to talk about it. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.